This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, February 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Happy Phase 1 Day. Soybeans on their way to China. Pelosi decries farm bill cuts and Americans open to shifting diets. U.S. soybeans are on the way to China. It is Friday, not just Valentine's Day, but day one for the Phase 1 trade deal with China. The agreement that President Trump signed last month officially takes effect today with the lowering of tariffs on both sides. There have been mounting concerns over whether ports, interior transportation, and crushers are operating as China combats the spread of the coronavirus. But 1.6 million metric tons of U.S. soybeans are now in about 25 ships crossing the Pacific on the way to China. That according to industry sources and USDA data. The latest USDA trade data shows that shipments of 69,000 tons of U.S. soybeans departed for China in the week of January 31 through February 6. In that time frame, USDA reported net sales of 132,000 tons to China for the 1920 marketing year. The numbers suggest trade is still flowing to China, although information coming from the country is almost non-existent, according to one trade source complaints. Keep in mind, information also remains sparse about the increased purchases China will be making as a part of the deal. A couple of farm group leaders said they had hoped to have some idea of the coming purchases by now, but they're still in the dark. Possible snags on the India trade talks. The top U.S. trade negotiator was supposed to arrive at India earlier this week, but as of Thursday evening, he was still stateside, spurring speculation that preliminary negotiations on a trade agreement may not be going as well as was hoped, according to sources speaking with AgriPulse. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley told reporters yesterday He's pessimistic about any agreements with India to lower the country's tariff and non-tariff trade barriers to U.S. ag commodities, but farm groups are still hopeful ahead of President Trump's trip there later this month. Steep tariffs bar U.S. tree nuts and dairy, while the country's dysfunctional biotech approval process blocks distillers' grains from the U.S. Trump's farm bill cuts hit from the left. President Trump's proposals to cut crop insurance and tighten farm payment limits getting attacked from an unusual direction. Democrats have often been the most supportive of reducing subsidies, especially to big farms, which is a major focus of the proposals. But House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is citing the farm bill cuts and criticizing the president's FY 2021 budget. She said farmers have record numbers of bankruptcy now, and in the budget, the president slashes the farmer's safety net by $60 billion while stealing $200 billion from SNAP, Pelosi said at her weekly news conference on Tuesday. The background? Well, the budget calls for $43 billion in cuts to farm programs over the next decade. That includes proposals to slash premium subsidies and to impose a new means test on crop insurance. The budget also would tighten payment limits for commodity programs. The progressive magazine Mother Jones posted a story Thursday with the headline, Trump's tariff intensified a farm crisis. His latest plan would make it even worse. 
The story describes crop insurance as, quote, key support for corn and soybean farmers during extended periods of low prices such as the one currently in effect. The same journal has run articles linking crop insurance to poor environmental practices. Cost, taste barriers for plant-based products. Only about 4% of Americans say they are vegetarians or vegans, but far more say they are willing to consider eating more plant-based foods. That's according to a new survey. Some 55% of those surveyed say they are willing to eat plant-based meat alternatives, and 54% are willing to eat less red meat. That, according to the survey, conducted by the Yale Program on Climate Change Communication. But nearly 60% of their surveyed said plant-based foods cost too much, and 44% said they don't like the taste. About 20% of Americans currently consume plant-based dairy alternatives at least two to five times a week, and about one in ten say they eat alternative meat products that often. Progress but new herbicides still years away. Bayer is reporting progress on a new herbicide that could give farmers an alternative to glyphosate and other products. But the company's new herbicide molecule probably won't be ready for commercialization till the end of the decade. That, according to Bayer's Jeremy Williams, head of plant biotechnology in the crop science division, Williams tells AgriPulse that the molecule has demonstrated great control of grasses, including glyphosate-resistant grasses, which have become increasingly common. It's too early to say which crops Bayer will be targeting with the molecule, but Williams said we're going to look at all major row crops and will seek regulatory approval in all major markets around the world. Bayer will need to conduct toxicity and long-term environmental studies before submitting a product for registration, he said. Former Hilt staffer tapped for EPA. Doug Medavetto, a lawyer with experience in the private and public sectors, including time spent on Capitol Hill, is in line to be the next deputy administrator at EPA. President Trump announced he plans to nominate Medavetto for the position second-in-command under Administrator Andrew Wheeler. Benefetto was EPA Regional Administrator for Region 8, which includes Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, Montana, and the Dakotas, for about 17 months before moving to EPA headquarters in March 2019 to serve as Senior Counselor for Regional Management and State Affairs and later as Associate Deputy Administrator. By the way, Benavetto was on the staff of House Agriculture Committee, then Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas, when the 1996 Farm Bill was passed. Here's today's She Said It. SNAP is directly related to our farmers. When I go into the Midwest, I meet farmers who tell me they are on food stamps because of their economic situation. That Senator Bob Dole and Senator George McGovern establishing the SNAP program to help address food insecurity, but also to benefit farmers who provide that food. Those are the words of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Now, here's a programming note for you. Monday is President's Day, and that's a federal holiday. The next daybreak will be on Tuesday morning. Well, that is daybreak for this Friday, February 14th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.